0: Have you ever dreamed of making a million dollars with your online coaching business? Have you seen all the other examples of other entrepreneurs who have made it that far and you've already established in your mind, why not me? If that's you, then this episode is going to make your heart sing because we are going to learn three things that this week's. Interview guest Luisa Jo is doing very right in her multi-million dollar coaching business and you can start doing right now to get your business to where it needs to be. Hi, my name is Ina Coveney. I am a global online presence expert and every Monday I bring you an interview with an online coach that has made it, somebody we can learn something from. And then every Thursday I come here by myself and I teach you three things that you can start doing right now that our interview guest has already mastered so that you can reach those levels too. So that's where we are. Welcome to the companion episode for the Luisa Joe interview. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're on your way to get some takeout for the family, wait until you stop the car to head over to the review section, give us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. This is The Global Phenomenon with Ina Kovani. The podcast where the self-made teach you to stop waiting to be discovered and prepare to be found. But before we get started with the lesson, I want to answer some of your questions. So submit your question. It can be anything about your business. Go to theglobalphenomenonpodcast.com and submit your question there, and I will answer it on the air. The first question comes from Petek Tatli. She's in Turkey. Hi, Patek. She is a vaginismus healing facilitator, and you can find her at yeswecancure.com. Her question is, Which way is the best way for a brand new business owner finding your first paid client who hires you for one-on-one coaching or creating a small course and reach out to many more people without charging high? So she's asking, which of these two ways is the best way for a brand new business owner to get a coaching client one-on-one or to create a course and help more people for less money? All right, there's so much to unpack there. Let's start with basics. When you're starting a business, you got to get out there and help people. You just got to do it. There's no way around it. You can't sell from a mountaintop. Don't hide behind the funnel. Don't hide behind a course. You need to get out there and actually affect some change in people. So what is the best way to get started is to start helping. Find yourself clients. I, My very first client ever for any business I ever had was a free client. I just went over there and I said, I'll make your website for free, right? If you know somebody who can use your help, test out your methods. See if you can help them. Produce a result in exchange for a testimonial in exchange for market research time, right? Get something out there, start to help, start to flex those muscles. I would never tell someone that the first thing they need to do is to create a course to sell it. All that that is, is a stalling tactic. And guess what? I've been there. I did that exact same thing. When I started my business, I said, I don't want to do coaching. I don't want to work with people one-on-one. I just want to create a course and let it be passive income. But even this week's guest, Louisa Joe, she started out, she's like, hey, I want to build a course. I want it to be self-sustaining. But that's not where she started. She started by helping people, by getting out there and making a name for herself in whatever field she was in. So which one is the best way? tech. Hands down, getting one-on-one clients. Make sure that you know what you're talking about. Get yourself testimonials. Get that person results and then get yourself that validation that what you have is valuable, that other people will want it, and now there's a way for you to talk about it in a way that says, yes, I've been there. I have seen this work and I can help you too. Rather than spending the next six months or however long it's going to take you to create a course and then try to sell it to people who have no idea who you are. Because you don't have any validating um, validating testimonials. You don't have any clients. You don't have anybody who can vouch for you. So hands down, it is one-on-one coaching. That's what my recommendation is other coaches may tell you something different and they're probably selling something else. Me, right now, without selling you anything, from the bottom of my heart, one-on-one coaching is going to be the best way for you to get started. And if you want to turn it into a course, that's great. It took me a year of doing one-on-one coaching to figure out what that methodology was so that I could put a course together and start to sell that separately. And it took me two years to actually get that completely done after I run it as a group program. So if you want something that is really going to be impactful and people are going to pay for, and to get to that point where you said, sell a course for less money, yes, courses should be less than getting one-on-one time with you. I would never charge A lot more money for my self-pacing course than I do for my guided course because in the guided course there's a lot more of my time a lot more of my brain power a lot more of my custom advice to each person and that is valued higher for sure but that doesn't mean that you should undervalue your self-paced program once you have it there are self-paced programs out there that are five thousand dollars you never see a coach in that entire thing but the value is what makes it worth the $5,000 and that means that you should be charging a lot more than that so never undervalue never underprice it but I hope that answers your question and for everybody else who's thinking about starting with an online course that's great get some validation get people to walk through those steps you would put in a course so that you are you can answer with authority that this program will work the next question comes from Perry Perry asks will a podcast bring me business number one It depends on what you want. Why am I numbering? I don't mean to number. (laughs) Perry, it depends on what you want. What are your goals? Before you go and start a podcast thinking that it's going to bring you business, think about what kind of business you want and who would hire you to do that. And is that person who would hire you a member of the audience for this podcast you want to create? So for example, if I am an online coach, this podcast is going to be super great for people to see that, um, that I have an authority in the field, that I'm able to talk to my peers who've made a million dollars in their business, and that's going to increase the value of my brand, right? But I'm most likely not selling anything right here in the podcast because the podcast is not a two-way medium. Podcast is just a one-way medium. People listen to it and that's it. So it's up to you as a podcaster to create an ecosystem so they can consume more of your content. For example, I have my Facebook group, theglobalphenomenon.com slash Facebook. If you go in there, I'll let you in right away and we can keep the conversation going and you can see a lot more behind the scenes that you don't get to see here. You get to see me answering a lot more questions for my audience over there, right? So you have to create that ecosystem that is going to attract your audience so that you can sell to them in a completely different platform because podcasting for selling, that's not where you do it, all right? This could be where you promote things that you have going on, but it's not where you sell. You will never hear me say, hey, go to this link to pay for that, because this is not what you're listening for and most likely your hands are busy that's why you're listening to a podcast because you're doing something else you're folding laundry you're organizing your closet you're driving right so it's not a good time for people to take action on your sales so will a podcast bring you business sort of indirectly a podcast serves to let people know what you have going on what promotions you have and it also helps to increase your authority. So depending on what your podcast is and what is it that you talk about, people are going to believe that you know what you're talking about when you're talking about that thing and they believe you, right? I'm here in these companion episodes giving you guys advice so you guys can see that I know what I'm talking about. I interview big shots so that you guys can see that I have those connections, right? This is an authority up level for me. So, if anybody's listening to me right now and you are thinking of starting a podcast, the first question is What is the goal of your podcast? Increase your authority, make money directly, perhaps through sponsorships or selling through affiliate deals or promoting your programs. What is your goal? And make sure that you're very faithful to that goal and don't start doing other things that are not in alignment. So, I hope that answers your question, Perry. In terms of whether it will bring you business or not, like I said, it depends on your goal. Do you want it to bring you business or is it just an authority razor, an an authority elevator so that people can buy from you in other ways? All right, so that is it for the questions. If you guys have any other questions for me, go to theglobalphenomenonpodcast.com and I will answer it on the air and I will see you on the other side of this little sound. All right, are you ready to learn? I have three things for you that Luisa Jo is doing very right in her business and you can start implementing your business right now. Are you ready? Let's go. Number one, she takes action and gets help. How do I stress this one for you guys? I want you to notice in the interview that she said that she failed at many businesses before she had tried many different things before, but she had one focus in mind and her focus was, I want to be able to have the kind of life I want. I want to be able to be there for my family. I just want to have a more feeling of freedom, not just feeling like my days are going to be packed with PowerPoints and spreadsheets and then come home and do what? right? She knew what she wanted, so she started to take action. Employee to Entrepreneur was not her first program. The Excel consulting company that she started while she was working full-time was not her first coaching experience. It was not. She started way before that and she hinted at it. We didn't get into detail because we didn't really have a lot of time to talk to her. I could have just talked to her for three hours about her background, but she told you straight away, I was not an overnight success. I tried many things that didn't go anywhere. And I'm gonna tell you a secret about this. It's not about finding the right idea. It's not like she made a mistake. It's not like, She should have just thought about it a little bit longer and decided not to pursue those things that would eventually fail. That's not what it's about. In the online world, you're going to notice that everybody who is a great success, that was not the first business that they tried to get off the ground. And it's not because they made a mistake. It's because they learned from it they learned about themselves, they learned about their values, about what they wanted to do, about the kind of life they wanted, and they got help for it. Everybody that I will interview in this podcast is an extremely intelligent and resourceful individual. They wouldn't have made it this far if they weren't. And they acknowledged that, that, that those smarts were telling them, I need to follow someone who has reached that level of success so that I can learn from other people who've been there. That's it. Without getting coaching help, without getting coaching yourself, without investing in premium programs yourself, how would you expect anybody in your audience to invest in you? To invest in your premium offers if you have never done that before, if you have never felt what it feels like to be on that side of the sales call before, right? And to see the impact that other people can have in you. All of these things are what feed all the successful online entrepreneurs is all of these experiences. She even told us about a coaching experience that was not awesome. She paid $18,000 to work with this coach and she said, well, this is not what I wanted, but what did she do? Did she sue him? (laughs) No. Did she uh, get angry and quit the program? Did she ask for a refund? Did she ask for her money back? No. You know what she did? She said, okay, what can I get from this? And you guys, I've been there. I've done exactly the same thing. I never quit on that coach. I continue to get coaching from that coach. But now I knew better that there was something that I wanted from him or her that I wanted from them. And I was going to get it, damn it. I was going to get it because I take responsibility for every single action and every investment. Short of taking my money and running, if a coach is being helpful and they didn't misrepresent themselves when they were selling something to me, I just simply made a bad investment. It's on me. It's not the coach. It's on me. So What did we learn from her in point number one? That number one, she took action. When she had a business idea, she would try it and she would try it all out. Right? She wouldn't hold back. She would really put herself out there and she got coaching. So taking action and getting help are point number one. Point number two, she followed her values. She knows what her values are. She has focus. She doesn't get distracted when everybody else is doing the podcasting and the TikToking. She knows what she wants her life to be like. She has a mastermind coaching group that she's going to phase out over the next year because she's realized, no, there is a kind of life that I want. There's a kind of business that I want to run and I'm going to focus on that. How would you be able to make that decision without knowing what your values are? Your values are probably one of the most important ways for you to make decisions in your business. And she knows exactly what they are. And that's how she makes choices. I'm going to give you an example. If she were to run this program one more time, let's say, and she makes $100,000 off of running this program. Don't you think there's a part of her that tells her, oh, I'm making so much money with it, I can't stop. Do you think that's actually stopping her from phasing it out? No, because her values are much more important than the money. And when she focuses on her values, more money will come. She may have said goodbye to these hundred thousand dollars that she made from this mastermind, but she's saying hello to a brand new way of making money by refocusing her efforts. So know your values so that you know how to make decisions in the future. Point number three. She knows her numbers. This is something we didn't really get to in the interview, but this is something that I have known from studying her, from attending her talks, from watching her from afar, right? And getting to ask her questions in different settings. Actually, uh, something that we didn't bring up in the interview is that she and I met in Colombia. We were both at this Millionaire's Mastermind um, retreat out in Medellin. And I got to sit next to her and I'm going to tell you, to me, she's like, a celebrity, right? We were in the same field, we were talking to the same audience, and I was really curious to know how she made her business work. And one of the things that she was talking about in that setting was that she spends, invests hundreds of thousands of dollars into Facebook ads. But here's the catch. She knows her numbers. So before you go out there and start to try Facebook ads, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not where you begin. That's where you end. But you require to know your numbers. She knows that she, if she puts in $200,000 into Facebook ads, she's going to get $800,000 in sales. She knows that because she knows her conversion rate. So if you are planning on using Facebook ads to put yourself out there, remember, those can be a money pit that will not give you any results at all. Unless you've done it right. So if you're starting your business, I would say take a look at Louisa Joe's launches. Follow her, follow her ads. See where her ads take you. See how her ads are written. See, See what she puts out there and understand what you're looking at there. It's not that that ad just happened to stumble upon you. That ad became a present in your feed because you want to see Luisa Joe's website. She knows about working the Facebook pixel, right? The thing that helps you retarget Facebook ads. She knows that you're interested in this topic. That is how she has been able to use Facebook ads. So from a teaching perspective, if you're starting your business, that's not where you start. But I want you to know that there is a method to the madness of getting into the Facebook ads rabbit hole, And I don't want you to lose your shirt on it because it's really a gamble unless you treat it like a science. And once you're ready for that, you will hire someone, a coach, a Facebook ads agency, and you will have them teach you how to do this right and how to learn all about making Facebook ads work for you rather than it being a roll of the dice. But that is one thing that Louisa Jo does very right in her business is to know when to get into ads how much she's spending and what her conversion rate is on Facebook ads. And those are three things we learned from Luisa Joe that you can start thinking about even if you're starting out in your business. So how did that feel? Did you learn something new about running an online business? Do you feel like you got some insights that you can take to your business? Do you have some more questions that have arisen based on this? How could you replicate that kind of success? You can ask me any question by going to theglobalphenomenonpodcast.com, submitting your question, and I will answer it right here on the air. And you may want to hit that subscribe button too, because next week we have the amazing podcast. Marieli Silvet. Marieli is in Puerto Rico. She's an online entrepreneur. She has her own podcasting production agency. She is the boss of multiple podcasts and I love her to death. She's going to tell you how she turned her business into her livelihood from having tried many different things, including A baking business. And I talk to her all about that in the next episode, which will be episode 19 coming out Monday. Hit subscribe so that you don't miss it. And I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Global Phenomenon with Ina Kovani. Join the conversation inside the Facebook group at theglobalphenomenon.com slash Facebook. Listen to new interviews every Monday and learn with the companion episode every Thursday. This podcast was created by Ina Coveney, music by Jared LaBelle, and this was the voice of Kip Clark.